Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Culture Wars. My name is Jonathan Van Maren, and today I want to discuss something uh, that often gets ignored by the mainstream media, and that is the stunning and shocking regularity with which uh, abortion supporters, abortion activists uh, attack pro-life people. And the reason I happen to be so irritated today specifically is because the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada right now is campaigning uh, against movie theaters that want to show Unplanned. For those of you who've never heard of Unplanned, it's this pro-life movie uh, that recently came out. And it, it's basically the story of Abby Johnson, who used to be the director of, a, of an abortion clinic down in Texas. Uh, it's based on a book of the same name. And what this movie uh, purports to do is to tell her story, to show what happened inside that abortion clinic. And, of course, uh, the abortion rights crowd is really bent out of shape about this because Abby Johnson has a lot of dirt on the abortion industry, which she apparently spills in this film. And so I haven't really gotten involved in the whole argument about unplanned and showing it in theaters and all that kind of stuff because it's not really the sort of thing I care that much about, to be completely honest. But the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada, who's run by a woman named uh, Joyce Arthur, and uh, Joyce Arthur is a, a post-abortive woman who worked at one point as a stripper. Uh, this woman despises pro-lifers like nobody that you've ever met. She actually doesn't believe that they should have the right to attend marches for life. She thinks that their opinion should be banned from the public sphere. Uh, this woman has a streak of fascism so wide uh, that she would shut up everybody who doesn't agree with her, period. And she's been doing this for years. Basically, what she spends her time doing is trying to find out where pro-lifers uh, are doing something and then attempting to shut it down. Because just to be really honest, she's a very bitter, a very unhappy person who has dedicated her entire life to attempting to justify uh, what she herself did so many years ago uh, by pushing uh for abortion wherever she can and by defending Canada's no holds barred, you know, all nine months abortion regime as loudly and as shamelessly as possible. And she also lies her face off. Uh, and this is what's kind of stuck in my craw today. So she sent out a tweet on the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada's Twitter page, which is at Abortion Rights, and said, please complain to the movie mill in Lethbridge. Uh, this false propaganda movie, that's unplanned, will incite harassment and possibly even violence against providers in Canada. Now, let me explain to you why this is garbage, uh, and for a few reasons. So one, what Joyce Arthur and the abortion rights activists in Canada tried to do constantly is they tried to gaslight uh, the public into thinking that violence is coming from pro-life people, pro-life activists who are actually trying to defend pre-born children from the violence of abortion, you see what they did there, of being violent towards pro-choice people. So I, I, I tweeted back this long string on Twitter and her response was, well, you know what, like back in the day, there was violence against abortion providers. It's the anti-abortion movement that has a long history uh, of violence, bombing clinics, you know, shooting abortion providers. And I went to their website, actually, to check out the list of, of pro, pro-life violence, which is, by the way, a contradiction in terms. The people she's referring to are domestic terrorists and murderers 
um, who should have gotten arrested and prosecuted. Uh, the key person who actually perpetrated shootings in Canada was actually an American named James Cop. He is still rotting in a prison in New York where he belongs. I have no problem condemning this violence outright. And of course, the abortion supporters will not condemn the violence of their side against pro-lifers. But back to their list for a moment. I went through their list of pro-choice or pro-life uh, violence that they claim is being perpetrated. The last instance of this was almost 20 years ago. So most of the pro-lifers who are currently getting pushed around, uh, you know, spat on, uh, couldn't even talk the last time any violence was directed against abortion providers in Canada. In order to volunteer uh, for the organization I work for, for example, the Canadian Centre for Bioethical Reform, you actually have to sign a form that says you condemn any form of abortion-related violence. You will not find a pro-life group in Canada that will support any kind of violence against abortion providers, abortion workers, or abortion-supporting people, including Joyce Arthur herself, in this country. Not one. You can go hunting long and hard to find somebody who is willing to defend the actions of some, some murderers and criminals a couple of decades ago. Uh, one of, the main one, of course, who was an American who came across the border to perpetrate acts of violence. And you will not only find anybody willing to defend those, but you will get a full-throated condemnation of this, right? Because we are opposed to violence. We are against using violence to solve problems. That is what the pro-choice movement does. I, abortion is inherently responding with violence to the presence of an inconvenient human being. And pro-lifers oppose that worldview. That is why we are pro-life. We are against committing violence against human beings because those human beings are inconvenient, even if those human beings are defending the killing of other human beings. It's wrong, period. And every single pro-life group in the country would say it. Every single pro-life activist in the country would say it hands down. So when they point to these instances a couple of decades ago uh, that were perpetrated uh, by culprits, you know, the main one, again, of which wasn't even Canadian, um, I'm happy to say uh, that guy's in jail exactly where he belongs. Anybody who perpetrates the sort of violence should be arrested, prosecuted to the full extent of the law. They are not pro-life activists. They are quite simply criminals, domestic terrorists, murderers, right? So when she presents this point of view that, oh, pro-lifers are violent, it's garbage. Uh, one, the violence she's referring to is not from the pro-life movement. Two, it happened a couple of decades ago. Three, the pro-lifers who face violence on Canadian streets now are either too young to remember the last time this stuff happened. And unfortunately, Ms. Arthur, most of them weren't even born. Most of them weren't even born. So now, now that we've addressed the violence that she claims might happen, even when the last instance on the list she published on her own website is a couple of decades old, let's take a look what, about what it's like to be a pro-life activist in Canada right now. What happens if you're a young pro-life woman in Canada and you're expressing your views in public? Well, of course, there's the famous incident of Jordan Hunt, which most of you will have seen. The video went viral, got millions of views across multiple social media platforms because it was this guy named Jordan Hunt who showed up at Life Chain and he kicked Mary Claire Bissonette, who works for Campaign Life Coalition Youth, or I should say she used to work for Campaign Life Coalition Youth before she got married. And he kicked her. 
And uh, myself and my colleagues at the Canadian Centre for Bioethical Reform, when we saw this video, we did a bit of digging, and it turns out he had, attra- he had attacked one of our young female interns, a teenager, and actually shoved her into the street almost into oncoming traffic. So this, you know, pro-choice hero who was out there counter-protesting to defend abortion rights actually attacked pro-life women multiple times. He was actually charged with nine counts of assault and was recently sentenced. Uh, so, you know, this is this is something that quite recently happened. And, and what was the response from the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada to this? Nothing. They just thought it was maybe a bit unstrategic. This same week, um, one of my friends, Katie Somers, who works for Toronto Right to Life, was attacked at Ryerson University uh, by a young woman named uh, Gabby Squarko. Attacked her, uh, you know, hit her, shoved her to the ground. She was also recently uh, convicted for assaulting a pro-life activist and uh, as a result of, of that attack, she delivered a public apology in court. And, and this stuff is common. Uh, you can go to the Canadian Centre for Bioethical Reform's Facebook page. We've posted a video of, of the common pro-choice violence that takes place on Canadian streets. Just the stuff that I've witnessed. There was a, a young teenage guy who got punched in the face four times in Niagara uh, for picketing, doing educational outreach on the street about the pro-life movement. I've seen people thrown over the hoods of cars. My sister got punched in the face while she was holding a video camera by an abortion supporter who actually drove his Harley up onto the sidewalk and attacked a group of four activists, three of which were teenage females. Three of which were teenage females. He was a middle-aged man, right? We've seen vandalism. Tires get slashed on activism. One of my colleagues, again, a young female, had uh, I Love Dead Babies spray-painted on the front of her car. Uh, that, was, uh, that was in New Brunswick. Vandalism is so, so common that regularly pro-lifers have to buy new signs because people walk up with knives and they slash the signs or they spray-paint them. Last year, in 2018, the violence against pro-lifers on the streets escalated so high in Canada that just uh, uh, the pro-life activists that volunteer... Uh, with the organization that I serve as communications director for, CCBR, we, we recorded over 60 incidents just in Toronto of, of harassment, of shoving, of, of outright violence, of vandalism, over 60 incidents. And what did you hear from the media, right? You hear nothing. Because at the end of the day, despite the fact that the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada, which already defends the violence of abortion throughout all nine months of pregnancy, is trying to gaslight the Canadian public by actually claiming uh, that uh, we need to silence pro-lifers because pro-choice people might face violence. When facing violence is a weekly reality for young pro-life women and young pro-life men here in Canada. That is the reality. If you were a young pro-choice woman expressing your point of view in public in Canada on the street nothing's going to happen to you nobody's going to shove you nobody's going to punch you nobody's going to rip your sign away nothing it's not going to happen i can guarantee it in fact one pro choice activist from london uh, a, a woman i won't i won't say she's a young woman but a woman actually went to the cops and claimed that she had you know had paint thrown in her face she claimed that she she'd been attacked and of course the media just ran with this story right it was you know front page news that this pro choice activist had been attacked as it turns out that woman has now been charged with misdemeanors by the cops because she quite literally faked an attack on herself to blame pro lifers I bet you didn't hear that side of the story, did you? 
right? No, you didn't. Everybody talked about the pro-choice activist who was attacked. Nobody talked about the fact that it was it was her. She faked her own attack. Because again, they you know they are such a shortage of pro-life activists willing to do anything stupid that the the pro-choice activists actually have to do it to themselves to try and get the media coverage that they need uh, to try and get bubble zones around clinics and things like that. Because the simple fact is there isn't pro-life violence in Canada. There's not. I'm willing to make that definitive statement. The violence is coming from the pro-abortion side. And you can look at the news. Newsweek has been covering this. Uh, Global, the Gabby Squarko case, the Jordan Hunt case. My friend Alyssa Galob, who works for Right Now, got punched in the face by a guy who owns a, a, a pub in downtown Toronto just for sidewalk chalking, you know, happy pro-life messages. Back in 2013, a woman got attacked at Life Chain by a guy with a knife, and she was hospitalized. So the last, you know, bit of violence from a domestic terrorist that Joyce Arthur of the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada wants to talk about is, is, is something that happened a couple of decades ago. Uh, if we want to talk about a, a near-deadly attack by an abortion supporter on a pro-life activist, we just got to go back to 2013 when somebody got attacked with a knife. Of course, the media barely covered it. Imagine for a minute if this had been an abortion provider, an abortion worker, an abortion supporter, an abortion activist who'd been attacked by somebody calling themselves pro-life wielding a knife, right? You'd never stop hearing about this. They'd never shut up about it. If, if one fraction, one fraction of the violence, harassment, or vandalism that takes place that is regularly targeted at pro-life activists, often female pro-life activists, because these abortion supporters like Jordan Hunt are total cowards. Um, a fraction of this happened. It would be nonstop, nonstop coverage, right? There'd be a bubble zone around every abortion activist and pro-choice person in the country. But because this violence is directed at pro-life activists and because this garbage media narrative is that uh, pro-choice people face harassment and violence when they do not. And, you know, when people come forward and claim it, turns out that one of the most prominent examples recently, this lady in Kitchener was faking it. Right. But you probably didn't hear that little correction. It's common. Right. Um, and just it, it's nuts because you go ahead and like watch the video of the violence. Go ahead and watch videos of guys getting punched, of girls getting shoved and punched. And just imagine if there was a single video clip of that sort of thing happening to an abortion provider. Right. It just it just simply would just blow the top right off the media. And in fact, like. The pro-life movement, as I mentioned earlier, has no problem condemning violence outright, right? Absolutely none. Violence, you is it is it's absolutely wrong to use. You cannot use violence in the pro-life movement. But Joyce Arthur of the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada has a totally different policy. Uh, get this: when abortion, the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada started responding to the violence that was taking place against uh, pro-lifers because, of course, that got a bit more attention when Jordan Hunt decided to kick somebody and it went viral. I think that video, it actually went so viral it got used in a in an ad posted by President Donald Trump, which is just is, is pretty hilarious. And so uh, when they, they first, and they amended this later when I wrote an article about this, but uh, fortunately I recorded what they said. So the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada announced on Twitter the following. Part one of our Why Nonviolence series, right? So they're going to explain why they're nonviolence. And get this. 
We do not oppose violence at protests on moral grounds, but rather as part of our intersectional approach to reproductive justice. There are many reasons why nonviolence as a strategy is important. Let me repeat that. The Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada posted on Twitter that we do not oppose violence at protests on moral grounds. This is the same group that is claiming that pro-lifers pose a threat to the very movement that perpetrates violence against pro-lifers and this garbage gaslighting, right? This is the same movement. And yet, imagine for a minute, imagine, imagine if a, a pro-life organization uh, said, we support nonviolence, uh, but we do not oppose violence at protests on moral grounds. Every headline in the country would be screaming, pro-life groups do not oppose uh, do not oppose violence on moral grounds. That would be the whole story, right? And they would just be salivating to try and smear the pro-life movement uh, with this claim that we somehow engage in violence. When the simple fact is that that's what the abortion rights movement does, right? At first, abortion is an act of violence that in the first trimester suctions a tiny developing human being into slurry and later on decapitates, dismembers, and disembowels a developing human being in the womb, right? Uh, but it, it gets even better. So not only does the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada, which accuses pro-lifers of violence, not condemn violence on moral grounds, uh, Joyce Arthur went even further. And it's very, very interesting. There was, there was an article... Uh, that was written, um, this was uh, both the CBC and, and Tasha Carradine, and the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada uh, actually responded, Joyce Arthur responded, by claiming, by claiming uh, that when people get attacked, when pro-life activists get attacked on the streets, and again, these are often uh, female organizations, uh, that it's their fault. She basically just said that um, their activism triggers people into committing violence against them. I'll read you the, the exact, uh, exact thing she said to CBC. This is a quote from the CBC article. Arthur said that anti-abortion groups deliberately display such grisly images of abortion on signs to generate public shock and outrage, sometimes provoking people to vandalize the signs or even assault those that are carrying them. Get that? If you express your point of view and you do so by holding a photograph of the procedure Joyce Arthur wants to defend, a photograph that is only shocking because abortion is shocking, and a photograph that is only gruesome because abortion is gruesome, uh, then you're provoking people into attacking you. That's Joyce Arthur's victim blaming. This so-called defender of women's rights thinks that if a young woman does not hold her position, right? And I'm sorry, we've got dozens of female activists half her age. Um, and capable of bearing children who are out in the streets defending preborn children every day. And, and, and these women, according to Joyce Arthur, are provoking people into getting attacked, right? It's not about their short skirts. It's about, you know, well, they were holding a sign, right? And so this, this, these are the people that accuse the pro-life movement of activism, of violence, pardon me, right? They're, they're not willing to condemn violence against pro-lifers because how easy would that be? I provided in this string... Uh, on Twitter here, a whole bunch of examples of violence against pro-lifers in Canada recently, in the last couple of years. I mentioned the fact that there you know, were 60, 60 incidents that we had to record last year just in eastern Canada. And all she would have had to say is, well, we condemn violence. But she doesn't. She's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, here's, here's a couple of decades-old examples of things that you guys don't actually agree with done by people that you wouldn't associate with. 
but she won't condemn the violence against pro-lifers because, again, violence is a part of their worldview. Violence is a fundamental part of the pro-abortion worldview. So, again, today I just, I just wanted to give a little rundown on what the situation here in Canada is and, and sort of highlight just how badly the abortion movement and the Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada is trying to gaslight Canadians. But the reality is that if you were a pro-life activist, you can expect to face verbal harassment, physical violence, and vandalism for what you believe. If you are a pro-choice supporter, because pro-lifers don't behave that way, you can expect to be treated respectfully. So Joyce Arthur is lying. The Abortion Rights Coalition of Canada is lying. They victim blame the young woman who get attacked for their own pro-life views, and they refuse to condemn violence on moral grounds. Which doesn't surprise me, because that's Canada's abortion movement. That's America's abortion movement as well. And a worldview based in blood only begets more blood. A worldview based in violence only begets more violence. So that's that for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on the Culture Wars. I hope you... Uh, well, I, I hope you didn't enjoy a description of why pro-lifers face violence, but I do hope that you uh, felt informed by it. You can check out more commentary on thebridgehead.ca, previous episodes of The Culture Wars as well. We're on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you tune in again next week.